Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, I am sitting here with my dear friend, Jill, and we just finished up the most epic session. Incredible. I mean, so we are hot off the press right now and we're going to get this story while the getting's good. So hello, Jill. Hello, Vaughn. How are you? I'm incredible now. (laughs) Okay. So the whole existence of this podcast is to help people understand what is possible, you know, because we have such limited concepts of what's really available to us. And what we just experienced was so next level was so like, this is what true healing is all about. And, and sure we go through the layers to get to this point, you know, like you couldn't have had this healing last year. You probably, you were not ready, but now you are ready. So will you please tell us a little bit about your journey along your, your spiritual journey and what has gotten you to come into this space today. We're in my private studio, by the way. Um, what has gotten you to, what led you to this point right here, right now? So my healing started back in 2000. I met my dear friend, Adrian in St. Louis, and she's the one that she's a massage therapist like us, but she dives a little deeper and My first experience with her, she was like, You need to um, make amends with your dad. And I literally wanted to jump off the table because I was so mad because I thought my husband at the time uh, had told her about my, you know, my father leaving and the abandonment issues and all that. So I was really mad about that. But then As I continued to work with her, I realized, and literally she told me that day, two weeks later, my dad contacted me about meeting him out in Arizona. And And when when was the last time you had talked to your dad? I mean, we would maybe see each other twice a year Uh and maybe talk. So she says this to you two weeks later, he calls you, says, Hey, you want to go to Arizona? Yes. Okay. And I had literally told her that day that like, when he remarried, it was hard for us to just have time together because he had an extended family and I have siblings, you know, extended siblings with him and my stepmother. So the sheer fact that he reached out and was like, hey, what are you doing two weeks from now? And I'm like, what? And then he was like, I'm going to be in Arizona with work and thought, you know, if you weren't doing anything, you could fly out and meet me. And I'm like, what about everybody else? And he's like, it's just me. And I was like, what? That's crazy. (laughs) So I thought, okay, God, like, I hear you. And so that's where it started. Then, you know, life happens and I went through a divorce and 
then jumped right back into another relationship. And then that was kind of a roller coaster ride. So I kind of, I feel like stalled, if that's the word, my healing process, because I was on such a journey while I was with her in St. Louis. And then when I came home, it's kind of like, like, because you were hustling and you were working because you were newly divorced and you were trying to figure life out because it had totally gotten rerouted. Yeah. But man, if you could just like, if I could just go back, but again, you know, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then our past crossed and it's just been. Yeah. So Jill and I met, okay. In the first episode, when I talked about, um, the retreat I went to in Sedona, Jill was at that retreat Yes. and we experienced that Anahata, that breath work together. And I already told in my first episode, like that whole story of how it absolutely like woke me up in a whole new way. But because Jill and I both were our massage therapist, um, we definitely can, and we're both cancers. I mean, like we literally (laughs) are like mirror examples of each other. Um, Also side note is Jill just was with me at my last retreat that I hosted about six weeks ago. And she is an incredible massage therapist. She offered massage therapy, yoga, and she has this really cool, it's called the amp coil, which I still don't fully understand what it is. But anyway, she brought all that and she was just such a dynamic, beautiful energy at that retreat. And I'm so grateful that you were there. So, so our paths have been connected over the past, um, five years, you know, for sure. And so for us to be here together is just so special. Okay. So, oh, first of all, I feel like we need to explain how, because I know that I, when you look at me in the way that I stand in my power, I know that you're like, I want to, I want to be there. I want to do that because you are such a powerhouse, such a, an amazing healer and an activator, like I know this about you, but you have not stepped into your power. Like it, no. it's like, come on, Jill, when, when are we going to do this? When are you going to like shine so bright? And you've been really deep, deep, deep in your healing over the past year specifically. Yes. Um, Jill has come to several of my class. She lives in Knoxville. I live in Atlanta. So she's about four hours away. She's a road, I call her a road warrior. Like girl, <laughs> girl will just be like, I'm coming to your class. I'm like, what is four hours away? But this is what it, I'm talking about. Like she keeps showing up when spirit nudges her, she shows up. And this is what the healing dream looks like. Cause you have to peel away the layers to be able to get to a point for what we just experienced today. So, you keep showing up, you have been doing the work and then you felt last night I hosted a, a sound bath at my home studio and is this local sound practitioner and he's amazing. And Jill was like, I'm coming. I was like, Oh, it's four hours. I'm like, it's no breath work, no nothing. And she's like, I'm coming. I feel called to be there. I'm coming. So I'm like, okay, fine. So she shows up and then she was like, if you have time, can we do a private session? And I'm like, absolutely, if you're ready for a private, let's do it. So last night we had the sound bath. This morning we had our cacao and we just started going through our breath and movement, which is how I 
start everyone out with just a nice cup of cacao to open up our hearts and then movement through our body. So in the very beginning, well, first of all, is there any, like, what did you, what have you felt leading you up to this point? Like what resistance have you felt? Like, what did you feel was blocking you or keeping you from what you were wanting to get to? I really can't even put any words to that except for the fact that I think even at your retreat, I'm like, I feel like there's something that wants to move through me and I just need to, I don't know what I need to do, but I'm, I'm like, I feel like it's, there's just a little blockage. And if I could just peel that back, it's just going to explode. And I think that's why I felt very led to come here for the sound healing. And then I wasn't even going to ask you, but like this past week, I'm like, gonna ask Vaughn if she can do a private with me like I just there's little and I think we we get so caught up in life that we don't heed the whispers like we have little whispers and we have little nudges and we're like I'm too busy for that or oh I've got this going on or you know I could have easily said I don't want to drive four hours like what but I just felt very led. And then my friend Dawn is having one on Saturday. And I think when I told you, you were like, what? You're going to drive here and then you're going to drive to Asheville on Saturday? And I was like, I just feel very led. So I'm just really trying to listen and heed the nudges. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way that we get to where we want to go <laughs> is when we listen to those that soul guidance Mm -hmm. that is leading us to exactly what we need. I know for me personally, I mean, every single time that I said yes, that it led me to something, even if it was something that I didn't need, I was like, okay, I learned from that experience that that's not what I need to do ever again. Or I don't, you know, like every, there's a lesson in every single thing that we do. Yes. So you knew that there was something needed to move through you. Mm-hmm. And and I agree because I see you and I'm like, come on, Jill, let's, <laughs> let's do this. And so this morning when we were sitting across from each other, I had a visual of um, like the banked teller, you know, like when you put the little machine, the, what is it called? Like the thing in the teller and the, and yeah. the thing pushes up. That's what I felt that energy needed to like be true, like sucked up through the Mm -hmm. middle of you. And it was this line going right down the middle of you. And I could see it and I could see that like just going right out the top of your head. (laughs) And so when we first started with our experience um, this morning, I said, I was like, this is not about me healing you. I was like, this is you healing you. This is you tapping into your power. It just felt very much like you didn't need me, but you needed the space and you needed a little guidance. But this was all about you. Well, and every single session is all about you becoming your own healer and, and tapping into that that wisdom within and and moving energy through your body. And all I do is help nudge it along. Mm -hmm. So you said that multiple times. Yes. Yeah. But today it felt very, very like, Hey, I'm, I'm just here. I'm not really doing anything. And every time I went to go put my hands on you, I moved my hands away. I was like, Nope, this is not me healing her. This is her healing her. So 
I had on some lighter music, like, you know, just some softer, sweet music. And she, who is usually very soft-spoken and does not want to say much at all, you know, and I know you probably at some point were like, I don't like this music, but I don't want to tell her because I don't want to hurt her feelings. But you said it. And I was like, she was like, can I put on some shamanic music? And I was like, hell yeah. And so I think that was a lesson in itself. Like, yeah. I don't know why I had on that softer music, but maybe it was so you could say, Speak it. I want shamanic music. Voice. Yeah. So we put on some shamanic music, which is just like drumming and rattles, you know, just a little more like deeper uh, rooted sounds. And so we were breathing. We're just, you know, really using our breath to move through whatever we needed to move through. But I could tell you were so much in your head. I mean, you were like, I could feel you saying, this isn't going to work. This, this, this is not going to work. It's not going to happen. And that's what happens when you get into your head because your head is the one trying to keep you safe and mm-hmm. be like, ah, what, am, what am I doing anyway? This is stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but then I felt led to go get my drum. And so I was like, okay. And so I started beating on my drum and then I was like, I'm not, this is not me drumming. Like I, it's, I was not meant to drum for you. So then, oh, this is where things got fun. <laughs> I took the mallet, the drum mallet, and I, and I was drawn to like the left side of your hip, like in your glute area. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like kind of moving some of that energy around. And again, once my hands were on you, I'm like, get your hands off of her. This is the guidance I was receiving. So I took that mallet and the mallet started like moving some stuff around you. And then the mallet just started beat. And when I'm saying like, I am just a vessel of like for her, like the way I think about it is your spirit team, your guides move through, yeah, move through me, what to do, what you need to receive. And so you needed to receive a a drum mallet beating on your butt (laughs) apparently. And so I'm taking the drum mallet and I'm beating your booty area. Like she's like face down kind of in a, uh, like in child's pose basically Mm -hmm. is what you were. And so she's face down and I'm just kind of beating on her area. And 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 that's the getting the energy moving. Yes. And so then I'm I'm like beating around there and I feel like I, I was digging in really deep. To, you're probably gonna be sore tomorrow. I maybe and so I was <laughs> digging in there really deep because that felt like that's where that energy wad was. And when you kept asking me, what is this? And I, yeah. I can't, I couldn't put a voice to it. Like, yeah. I, I didn't know. Yeah. That Cause well, I, yeah, I could feel it. Right. We felt it. And I was like, do you feel any emotion attached to this? Can you put a, a label or a title to it? And she was like, nope. And so I just kept beating it with the mallet. And then all of a sudden I had this vision of her as a young child in an indigenous village and they're around a campfire and she had her own drum and she was like a student that that was the thing she was like a young student with a bunch of teachers elders and they were teaching her how to play the drum well she basically was not doing it right the way that they wanted her to do it and she was offbeat or whatever and so they were like correcting her well she got very upset. Like the, the shame, the, um, like embarrassment of, I'm not doing it right. You know, and I don't even know if, yeah, yeah. I don't even know if the elders were like 
really fussing at you. I think you just took it super personally. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I don't think they were like, you're a loser. You can't do it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're sucks, kiddo. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. So we, um, but I saw that and I felt your shame and your embarrassment. And, and I went, as soon as I shared that with you, and so I told you the vision and the thing that I felt and that I was seeing, and then what happened with you? Like, what were you I feeling? Immediately, I wanted to try to talk without crying. I immediately saw that. Like, I felt it, but I, I visually saw it. And I ran back to my little hut or whatever, and I took the mallet and punched it through the drum. And I got in serious trouble for that. So I saw that. And then I had a flashback of my childhood in middle school. In this lifetime. In this lifetime. When I so badly wanted to play the drums and I was in band. There was a lot of us in band. And the, I can't think of his name right now, but he came in um one morning and was like, okay, um, we have too many people in band, so I'm going to take everybody out one by one into the cafeteria. I'm going to give you a sheet of music and you have to play it to, you know, stay in band. And I'm like, oh no. And then like all this self-doubt and all this these feelings started coming up like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, am I going to make it? And then when he called me out there and put the sheet of music down, I couldn't read music. Like, I mean, I thought that was the whole point of band is to learn. To learn. Yeah. So he put that sheet of music down and I'm like, uh, and like all this fear started coming in and then I tried to play and then of course I couldn't. And he was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to ask you to leave band. So I went home and like was so upset, but now it makes so much sense because that was deeper ingrained. Like the lesson that repeated itself, the opportunity for you there to learn, you know, to heal from that past, but instead of learning from it and being strong because you're in middle school, duh, um, Instead, like it was like the anger, and so what? What did you say you did? You- I took my drumstick and broke it over my knee. <laughs> so in the past life, you took the mallet through the drum, through the drum, and in this one, you broke the drumstick over my knee. And okay, so that is to me like that's just incredible that the drum has played such a role in your life. Yeah, and then I just today when all that happened yeah. and I got those visions. I just started weeping. Yeah. I started weeping. And then you took my hand, put the mallet in my hand, and then took my other hand and had me hold the drum. And you were like, this is for you. And you still didn't know what all I had. Yeah, I did, yeah right. You I didn't, no I didn't know the vision, right. Yeah, you had no clue what I had just seen and experienced. And then I just started wailing because I knew, like, you put that drum in my hand, and I'm like, this is what I'm missing. Like, this is the missing link. And then I have no clue what happened. Like, afterwards, I looked at her and was like, what? And then she started playing the hell out of that drum. And 
the most beautiful part of witnessing you play the drums was the freedom of it because that was a lot of the messages that I was receiving is it doesn't, your drumming does not have to be in a certain way. Like this is, it's how it wants to move through your body. And even in my own experience of working with the shamanic drum is giving myself permission to just, if my, if I want to beat the drum really, really, really fast, then I can, if I want to beat it slow, I can like, there are no rules. And even with my teacher, um, at my breathwork training class, like I did a, a week later with her, like at her, at a training, very similar to the one I was at. And because it was so close to me, I was like, Hey, can I come and like witness you and like be a, an assistant to you while well, I was playing the drum? And she was like, you're not on pattern. And I remember my own personal shame. I was like, Oh God, cause I was, I had just graduated, you know, finished the program maybe like two months before that. And I was like, so embarrassed. I was like, Oh gosh. Okay. You know, but then <laughs> you know, over the course of keeping hosting classes, I would feel that shame creep in and I'd be like, I'm not going to let that control me. You know, like I, I mm. could have been like, Oh, well, I've mm. got to beat it. Like she taught me to beat the drum, but I didn't. And so these are the lessons, you know, like I had every opportunity to hold on to the shame, but I didn't, mm -hmm. but it's because I'm an adult woman and, and, right. and have the, the tools to work through that. But you were just a kid in both scenarios in both lifetimes. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So witnessing you play the drum and just play it so loud and you were wild with it, you know, like it was one minute, it'd be like very steady. And then the next minute it'd be really like a lot more loud and, and like in a really awesome pattern. I wish we had recorded it. I do. I do have a little <laughs> bit of recording. I do have a little bit of recording for you. Um, Okay. So then, so after we experienced that and we looked at each other and we we're like, what the hell? <laughs> like that was so insane. The fact that it, we went from nothing's going to happen to all of a sudden I'm beating her butt with a drum mallet to I'm seeing a vision of where this trauma that she was holding onto on in her cellular memories. So this is what is so important in this and cosmic healing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, that, that trauma, that pain, that shame, you didn't even know was there. No. Like you, it's not like you have chronic pain in your butt right. area from that right. past life, you know, but that's where, and, and I will say this also, I am noticing a pattern with past life trauma um, that does hold in the back of your hips, um, and like in your glute area, depending on, you know, I talk a lot about the left side is the feminine side, which is that divine feminine essence, like that energy of like creativity and, and just like playfulness and all that stuff. Whereas the right side is the masculine energy and the structure and the do and the, you know, and I feel like it landed on your left side because of that feminine essence of who, you know, like you're, you're just like this warrior woman that wants to be able to play the drum, however you freaking want to, you know, like without the rules and structures. And so because that part had been like locked up 
traumatized in, in your past life cellular memory, it created an energetic wad there at your hips and it landed in your, because our hips are where we hold our emotions. And because it's in the back of your hip, that's your past. So past life. So it's all making sense of like how it lands in your body and what, why I'm led to certain areas of healing in the body. And so this is a new revelation for me because it's the second time that I've worked with past life healing and it's been specifically in the glute area. So this is a cool, uh, you know, learning lesson for me as well as a healer. So we were sitting there and we're like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. What the hell just happened? Because as you were drumming, like I was just sitting over here humming, holding space for you, like as you're having your own healing. And that's what it was. You were having your own healing. With the drum. With the drum. Like the drum was like liberating and feeling feel it move through my body. Like oh, completely freedom of, oh my gosh, just that is so beautiful. Oh, Jill. And I don't even know how long I played. It was just... I Well, time collapses in this space, so it felt like an hour, <laughs> but I think you really only played for like 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, which is a long time. Your arm might be sore too tomorrow. <laughs> Um, so then afterwards we're talking and this is where things also are so synchronistic. So as a thank you to Jill for coming on my retreat, um, which was incredible, which was incredible. (laughs) Um, but as a thank you, I felt very, very called to buy her a drum because I knew she did not have one and I felt like she needed a drum. So the randomness of this and the amount of time that I spent trying to find you the perfect drum is also hilarious because I'm planning a retreat, but I was more consumed with finding you the perfect drum than I was anything like it. I really spent a lot of time finding you the perfect drum. So that is amazing to me. The now, you know, looking back, it's like, of course I was spending that much time finding her a drum because here we are today, you and I healing through the drum. So yeah, so that's super cool. So I gave her a drum, what, like six weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And then, and then what happened also? (laughs) So a couple of weeks ago, let's see. Yeah. Maybe a couple of weeks ago. My friend, who I've been friends with since elementary school, her boyfriend just moved here from Colorado. He has a big, um, it's like a 1957 tour bus that they drove back here. And so it parked at my house in the back. And I came home one day and he's back there. And I've always wanted to see the inside of it because... I don't know if you've seen the movie Almost Famous, but it looks yeah. like that okay. bus. Yeah. So I'm like, I go back there and I'm like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, just getting a few things. And so I'm standing on the bus talking to him. And he's like, hey, um, by any chance, would you want this drum? And it's a drum that um, you put in between your knees. And tap, tap on the top. Yeah, it. tap on the top. And I looked at it, and I mean, it looks really cool. And I was like, I mean, what are you going to, are you just going to get rid of it? And he was like, yeah. He was like, I go, how much do you want for it? And he was like, nothing. He was like, I like traded it for something. He was like, if you want it, take it. And I was like, okay. So I brought it in and I found the little perfect spot for it. It looks so cute. And I just thought, what in the world? Like, 
what is it with these drums? Like, and so I literally like last Saturday looked at my friend because he asked me about it and I was like, oh yeah, I put it in my living room. Cause he was like, what'd you do with that drum? And I'm like, I put it in my living room. It looks so good. And then she was like, wait, what? You gave her a drum? And he was like, yeah, that drum on the bus. And she looks at me and I'm like, that's two people now that have given me drums. Like maybe I need to take a lesson. <laughs> I mean, and, and number one, you don't need to take drum lessons. Like it is already within you, yeah. right? Like that. But isn't that funny, like how we tell ourselves we have to be educated to right. do things that are naturally right. in us. Like, you know how to play the drum. I just heard you play the drum and you killed it. I mean, so, oh my gosh, <laughs> I just love it. And <sighs> that's amazing. So how do you feel now? I mean, honestly, like I just, it's kind of like last night, like I just, I'm like, is this my life? Like, yeah. I feel at 48, I'm more open to magic and just the miracle of life, everyday life. Like, and just following the dang nudges. Like, if you're led to go do something, don't talk yourself out of it. Go freaking do it. I mean, okay. Since I have you here, we have to talk about Oh, no. We do. We do, Jill. I'm sorry. We just have to, okay? Because one day, if anything works out, we have this on proof. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to tell you a story that is pretty freaking epic. Oh, okay? okay? It's a good one. Okay. All right. So, obviously, Jill and I have been together for five years now, and I keep wondering, when is she going to step into her power? Well, I post back in June that I am going to host a retreat in September. Uh, the, at the full moon, I had, what happened was I had received in June, a massive, massive download saying, Vaughn, <laughs> you need to host a retreat on the full moon in September in Florida, in a modern beach house with a pool. And I was like, damn spirit. Okay. Let's be a little, let's be a little more specific, shall we? And so I, you know, as soon as I received that download and I don't receive downloads like that often, like it's only happened. That was like the second time where it was so intense. I'm like, if I don't do this, I'll be such a little bitch. Like that is just sad if I don't do that. Cause it was so like spirit saying, do this. So I go to Airbnb well, first of all, I look, when is the full moon in September? I didn't even know, but it happened to be on a Saturday okay. evening. So I was like, well, that works out perfect. It's a weekend long retreat. I go to Airbnb. I put in modern, <laughs> I literally put in modern beach house. And the first house that popped up was a modern beach house in India Atlantic, Florida. Never heard of it. I've never heard of it. It was right on the beach with a pool. It was gorgeous. Modern beach house. It was absolutely gorgeous. So every time I tried to steer away from that house and just like explore other homes, it was like, nope. It kept bringing me right back to that house. And I was like, okay, fine. So I made the, put the deposit down on the house and it was, you know, like it's scary to 
do that to, to make an investment into something. You're like, God, I hope people sign up, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I, the download was so intense that I wasn't even worried. Like even if three people signed up and covered the expense of the house, fine. Like I really honestly, and this is what surrender looks like. So I was like, it's all good. I was literally honestly not worried for one minute. So I picked the house, I put down the deposit, I created a post. It was called the next level retreat. I did all the graphics for it. And Jill, I had several healers message me and say, Hey, if you need anybody, you know, to like be on this retreat with you, to like co-facilitate with you and and be there with you to hold space or whatever, I would love to. And I was like, "Eh, yeah, I'll I'll keep you posted, whatever. Nobody felt right. Well, Miss Jill over here. who never asks anything because she is, she doesn't want to, you know, like inconvenience anybody because she's such a sweetheart. Well, she texted me and she was like, Hey, I After just, I had had a meditation. Oh yeah. 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 Say that part. <clears throat> I had been in a meditation that day and I was trying to focus on things that I really wanted more in my life. Like things that I was, would fill me up, like passionate about. And retreats popped in my head. And I'm like, yes, like I want to host retreats. I want to host retreats. That's what I need to do. And then I was like, okay, well, maybe instead of hosting a retreat right now, maybe you should put yourself out there to work retreats. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's what I need to do. That's what I need to do. So I came out of the meditation and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to post a little like picture of me and say, Hey guys, <laughs> if you need somebody to do massage, yoga, or amp coil at your retreat, I'm your girl. And then I thought about that. And I'm like, yep, that's what I'm going to do. But it's easy to get in your head. Like, oh, I'm not good enough or whatever. Now I know where that came from. Yeah. Awesome. And so I get on Instagram that night and your retreat popped up and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me right now? And so I sent you a message that said, Hey, <laughs> she, yeah. What did you say? I said, Hey Vaughn, I saw your retreat. It looks amazing. I'm like, if you need somebody to do massage or yoga or amp coil, let me know. I'd love to. And like, I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> like, yeah. as soon as I hit send, I'm like, what's she going to say? And in my head, I'm like, the worst she can say is no. Like, right. okay. Yeah. And you text almost immediately back, are you serious? In and all capital <laughs> letters, I was like, are you serious? <laughs> Explanation point, question mark. <laughs> I was like, as soon as I got that message, I was like, yes, that's who is supposed to be with me. Like, it was such a full body. Yes. And then at the same time, I was so freaking proud of you for sending the message because I know that was so out of your character. Yeah. So out of your character. So I really still to this day, honor you for that because then what happened next was insane. Um. (laughs) Okay. So this was in June The we, you know, she's in it to win it. We're planning the retreat. We get to the retreat. I could not have done this retreat without her, without you, Jill. Like you seriously were incredible. So we get the the retreat was from Thursday to Sunday. Thursday, we get there. We, she, of course, road warrior over here drives from (laughs) Knoxville to Atlanta and then from Atlanta all the way down to Indy Atlantic, Florida, which is far away. 
So we drive down together. We get there. We get settled in. All the guests arrive. Oh, by the way, I sold out the retreat. I had 11 women sign up. It was Eleven amazing. Amazing, yes, eleven amazing women, and it was just really, really, really incredible. So, we do our whole thing the you know that whole first night, and then Friday morning we wake up. Jill and I are like in this the most ghetto room in the entire house because we're both like super chill. It's like I don't care, we'll sleep (laughs) anywhere. You know, we have a full house. Let them all have the good beds. Well, she literally slept on the massage table. I'm not even lying, which was fun. Anyway. So we wake up Friday morning, we're all excited and on such a high that we're doing this. And so we go outside and I, I'm swimming in shark infested <laughs> waters, apparently. <laughs> and so this fisherman dude was like, y'all aren't from around here, are you? And I was like, no, why? He's like, yeah, you're not supposed to be swimming right now. So I'm like, oops. Okay. So then we're walking back up to the house. It's probably like 730 at this time in the morning. Yeah. We saw Sam. And so I look at Jill and I was like, oh, he was kind of cute. And she was like, oh, you know, I'm just remembering. She was like, yeah, but yeah, he's cute, but not my type or whatever. And um, she goes, but I am just remembering that I met with a psychic back in January that said I would meet a man on a retreat. And, and I was like, what? And she was like, but I didn't think anything about it because I don't go on retreats where there's men there also, yeah. you know, you pretty much are a, usually a guest at a retreat, right? right? A women's at only a women's, retreat. women's yeah. only retreats. And so you didn't really even process it. Right. No. <clears throat> did not process it. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh shit, it's on. Okay. <laughs> so a psychic told you that you are going to meet a man on a retreat. So it's game on at this point. Well, later on that afternoon, it was lightning over the ocean. Right. And, and I had been doing massage. Yes. And amp coil. Yeah. And then you said, hey, when you finish, put your swimsuit on and come join us in the pool. So when I finished, I couldn't find my swimsuit. I looked everywhere. I even went back out to your car. I looked everywhere. I have a bag that's my little pool bag or beach bag that has everything in it. My sunscreen, my towel, my bathing suit, everything. Cover up. Could not find it anywhere. And I know I packed it. But I peeked out the door and saw y'all all in the pool. And I was like, womp, womp. And then I looked out back and there was like a storm that you could see out in the middle of the ocean. I'm like, well, I'm going to go call my nephew, see if I left my bag in my room. Like, where is that bag? Because that next week I was going to Folly. So I'm like, I've got to find that dang bag. And I'm like, well, I'll go out there and take some pictures of the lightning out in the ocean. Called my nephew. I'm walking down the beach, taking pictures. And then I look and there's a guy down the beach in front of the place we're staying at and we kind of make eye contact but I'm like man his girlfriend will be here in a second so I'm still taking pictures and then I look and I see him looking at me and then I see the time and I'm like well I better start heading back and then as I get closer he gives me a little head nod I give him a little head nod and then I'm walk up to him like hey how are you and he's like good how are you and we just start talking and it's like we knew each other like it was insane. Yeah. Yeah. And then you came in and you were like, I just met a guy down there. 
and you you were glowing and you were smiling from ear and you're like that like I, he was awesome like oh and we're like oh my and then we told all the other girls that she had had a psychic teller back in January that she was going to meet a guy on a retreat and so of course all 11 women were also emotionally invested we're like what this is insane <laughs> And then we're like, did you get his number? And she and there was no number there exchange. There was no number exchange. Like the whole time I'm I knew we needed to finish up the conversation, but I was like in my head going, ask for a number, ask for a number, ask for a number. And he was not. And so I'm like, Well, if you're ever in Knoxville, and he was like, Oh, we'll we'll see each other again. We'll see each other again. And I'm like, Okay. Okay. So I would like to add also this house that I, this modern beach house with a pool on the beach that had to be the one that I rented was right beside the public, but it wasn't public to everybody. It was only, it was like a public private walkway only to the local people. Yeah. So the local fishermen and the local surfers, like only the local people used that, that that path that was literally right beside the house. Like the way that we walked to the beach was the exact same point and entrance space that the locals walked to the beach. And so this fella, his name is Jay. We're just (laughs) going to put it out there. His name is Jay. He, you know, takes that walkway. He's a local surfer dude. And he takes, yeah. So, all right. So then go ahead. So that's why it had to be this house. Oh my God. I love the story so much. Okay, so then you come back in. He didn't get your number, but he no. said, I, "I'll we'll see I'll see you again." Yeah. yeah. All right. So then Saturday, um, I had a very deep healing after our breath work or during our breath yeah. work, and you were like, "By the way, you're not going to be doing any massages or amp coil today." Oh, that's right. And I was like, yeah. "What? Yeah. No!" Like, and I felt like. Like she had let me down, yes, but like, no. that's right. I forgot about that part because it what you did have a deep, uh, really? you, you released a lot, a, lot, a yeah. lot of emotion. I don't even know what it was, Yeah, but yeah. And you were like, no, we're going to enjoy the day. We're going to swim in the ocean and enjoy the pool. And there's no, that's how it is. Yeah. You're not even going to talk me out of it. And I'm like, okay. And, um, I didn't have a swimsuit. Right. And then one of the sweet little ladies was like, I've got a swimsuit you can borrow. And I was like, okay. So I was still like releasing, like I was still very emotional and y'all were all ready to go. So you're like, we're going to go to the beach and come on out. And I'm like, I'll be out in a little bit. And so I put that swimsuit on and was trying to like bring myself together, pull myself together. And you all went out there, and when I got out to the beach, you were like, where were you? I, we passed him. Yeah. Yeah, we passed Jay, and I was like, I was like, hey, I was like, are you Jay? And he goes, yeah. And I said, yeah, my friend Jill said that she met you yesterday. I was like, she's on her way out, but he was on his way back up to, you know, off the beach. And he goes, oh, he's like, Man, you know, I might be out back later. And I was like, damn it, Jill, get your shit together. Like, why are you not out here with us? And whatever, but all in divine timing. So it's, it's okay. Um, so we go out, have a lovely beach day. And then that night, that was Saturday night, the full moon. And so we had, we were all going to be dressing in white and just have this beautiful full moon ceremony. 
Well, we are getting all dressed in white and there is a rainbow. rainbow. So first we had the lightning. Now we've got the rainbow. <laughs> and so we're like, Jill, go out. You looked gorgeous in your white. And so we were like, go out, take some pictures of the rainbow. And so she did. And then five hours later, maybe <laughs> we saw you again because, of course, Jay, Jay wants to yeah, say the part like where you were out there in the, the white, like what happened. <laughs> so we go out there to take pictures of the rainbow. They were telling me to go out on the beach and I'm like, I'm not going out there in all white. Like, this is ridiculous. And they're like, there's a rainbow. Go take a picture of the rainbow. So two of the other ladies come with me as for support. And we go out there and there were two older surfer men out there and they were like is there a wedding about to happen and we were like no this is a retreat so I start talking to them the other two girls go inside and they're sharing stories and I'm just talking to them and then I kind of feel like someone coming up or you know somebody looking at me and I turn around and it's him and he's coming down the pathway and later on he said you have no idea how overjoyed I was when I pulled up and saw you literally at the end of the pathway. And I didn't even know that I was standing there. Like I was just talking to those gentlemen and didn't realize my position. But anyway, he was like, because I missed you during the day. And he said, and I said, well, I'm glad you didn't wait because I was not right behind me. (laughs) I didn't tell him I was having a little emotional breakdown but like I'm like I was not right behind them and you would have been standing there like do do and he said yeah he said I thought that's kind of awkward like I'm not going to stand here and just like wait for her to come out like what if she's not right behind him I'm like I wasn't so we he said all right let's just cut to the chase like and then he starts going into like I've been I'm divorced I'm a single dad I've been divorced three years and and then it was just like me sharing my story. It, it was such easy conversation. Like, and I just kept like, even later on, I'm like, I just, it's eerily comfortable. Like usually when you meet somebody, you're a little guarded. You're like, oh, should I say that? Should I ask that? You know, I mean, there was none of that. It was just so easy and eerily comfortable. Yeah. So. so a lot of just deep, beautiful conversations and just both of you felt so safe with each other and literally saw her five hours later, you know, like they, they just spent basically the entire evening together, just talking and getting to know each other. And meanwhile, we're all dying. <laughs> oh, and then there's another little side trick to this. So I had one of my good friends that is a psychic medium mm-hmm. and pulls um, oracle cards. And she's just such a talented, gifted woman. And she, I invited her up for the day to spend the day with us. And she was like, oh, well, let me pull some cards for, um, for, for anybody. And Jill was like me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so she's, she's with Jill and it's so tell her what she, what, well, how that conversation So went. before she even pulls the card, she was like, I just want to tap into your energy and intuitively read you real quick. And I was like, okay. And this is before I saw Jay again. So she's tuning in to me and she's like, I see a little boy like 
I see a little boy around you. And I was like, she was like, do you, do you have a little boy? And I was like, no, she was like, um, do you want a little boy? And I was like, <laughs> not really. And she was like, did you have a miscarriage at some point? And I'm like, no. And then she's like, do you have any little boys around you? And I'm like, well, I have my nephews, but they're not little. Like they're 24, 22. And she was like, no, this little boy's like around set between seven and nine. And I was like, no. And I'm like, well, I mean, my sister in Georgia, I mean, my sisters, they have one, I think he's 13, 14 and and she was like, no, no, this is like yeah. first or second grade. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're like, okay. I'm like, well, and then the other one, no, he's not that little. And she's like, no, okay, well. And um, and that's the thing, like when psychics like have this information and it's not confirmed yet, it's like, how am I seeing this? But it's not right. Right. Yeah. And so like we said, this was before you went out, yeah. before you were dressed in white and went out and then later on you found out that in fact, Jay has a little boy that is in what the first seven, seven yeah, which is the exact age that Tammy was tapping into. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. So as soon as he said that, I was like, and she knew not, Tammy knew nothing, nothing. of any of this. Yeah. Right. So this is just where it's like, what? Mm-hmm. All right. So he's all up in her energy. And then the card that she pulled after we, she did the intuitive reading, she pulled the reached well, like jumped out of the deck. So she was like, okay, well that's, that's meant, you know, free. So she turns it over. It's breach well. The next one she pulls is ocean. And the next one she pulls is rainbow. And that's before the rainbow that oh I took a gosh. picture of. So like, I mean, who oh, knows? it's so fun. Oh, it's so fun <laughs> to play in this world. I love it. Um, so y'all spent so many hours together. Yes whatever and then Sunday morning is the day that we're leaving and he came over and he took you to get coffee and y'all hung out some more yeah and so I feel like there's one other part though that we need to pull in here what what part am I missing here oh for me personally the power of this story is the divine orchestration like the way that I see like, it's like, I can see above us, like this cosmic weaving yes. and, and all these little spirit guides are like co-creating being like, Oh, do, 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 do. I mean, so she was told in January that she would meet a guy on her retreat. I did not receive the download until June. So there were so many pieces that were already working together and, and, co-creating together and it all had to come together into this divine union. So currently (laughs) in this situation, uh, Jay, if you're listening, Jay, you, you need to get the memo. He's, he's not, he, maybe his spirit guys, I think his spirit guys are so annoyed with him right now. They're like, dude, we like created this perfect opportunity for you. But I will say when y'all first started chit chatting, you were very discouraged by the logistics of it all. Oh, I was. 
because you live in Knoxville and you are, you are committed to Knoxville. You're like, I live in Knoxville. This is my life. You know, like how this would never work because I live in Knoxville and And you live in Florida. He was not hung up on logistics. I was like, so later on when we saw each other on the beach and we were under the full moon looking for turtles I was like, okay, let's just address the big elephant in the room, like logistics here. Like, this is the big elephant in the room. And he was like, no, not really. And I'm like, so you, can you move? And he was like, oh, move? No. He was like, I'm stuck here till he's 18, which I kind of knew. And he's like, but I mean, you're not stuck in Knoxville. And I'm like, um. Well, all my clientele are in Knoxville. And he was like, you can rebuild clientele. Like, he was, like, all about it. And then he was like, let me just tell you, if you lived here, I'd marry you tomorrow. Mm. And I was like, (laughs) what? I'm dying. (laughs) And he said, I know that sounds crazy, but that's how I feel. Like, in my gut, I truly feel bad. Oh, my gosh. So, and then I'm still in my head, you know. Right, right. And then the sheer fact that that day, before we even met that night, before I came in for dinner that evening, he plants one on me, kisses me. And I was like, "Um, well, that's a first. And he was like, a first kiss? And I was like, no, I usually don't kiss anyone the first meeting meeting and he was like well actually this is the second meet and I fear we probably needed to speed things up a little okay I'm just telling you it was so intense but I think we talked on the way back and I was like you know what if all that was was to show me that my heart is finally open again then it was totally worth it yeah like, I truly felt like yeah. my heart was just completely open. Yeah. And to me, it also, like, was it was the biggest proof of divine orchestration that I have witnessed, like, in full-on proof to have confirmation from two different psychics, you know, that this is where we're supposed to be for me to have received that download for it. It had to be that house. Yes. You know, it had to be that house that weekend and he didn't have a son that weekend. And yes. So everything. So it was like the biggest proof of divine orchestration that I have full out witnessed. You know, I mean, like I know it exists, but to have the proof of it like this. And I mean, because the psychic even wrote it down for you. Like it, she didn't just tell her. She wrote it down on a piece of paper and saying, you will meet a man on a retreat. And I took a picture of it and sent it to all the women that yeah. were on the retreat because yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's down on paper. And they're like, you've got to find that paper. Yeah. yeah. You've got to send it to us. Oh, so amazing. So. And the fact yeah. that he broke it off. Oh, yeah. With a, his girlfriend that was supposed to move in with him the 1st of August. He broke that. He said, I finally used my voice for the first time in 46 years. Wow. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he was like, well, I. Did not think that it was a good idea that she move in with me. And I finally used my voice and told her. And he said, and that was difficult. And I'm like, I'm sure it was. So that literally yeah. had happened. Literally a, a month, month before. before. Yeah. So if he hadn't had, done that, we wouldn't have met. Yeah. And he would have had a living girlfriend. If I hadn't have left my swimsuit. 
Right. We went mimic. Uh, yeah. Like there was yeah. just so, so many, many things. So many things. Oh my goodness. And so now we're just waiting on we're waiting. Jay. We're waiting on Jay to get the <laughs> to to catch up with us. And, and you know, again, like we say, if it works out, then <laughs> but if it doesn't, then what an amazing story and and it has opened you up and it brought us so much closer. That was yeah. one thing I said. I was like, because we, you know, we would connect in classes, but us having this time together, you know, that experience, that download and that house and that retreat brought you and I closer together that we could even be here right here now having this healing session and having this conversation. So thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Divine <laughs> Team. I mean, there yeah. everything is divinely orchestrated. And we just need to pay attention. Yeah. And listen to the nudges. Listen to our inner voice. Our body tells us everything. everything. Our guides tell us everything. Our bodies. Oh, my gosh. Like those... It, it, our body, that is the only way our soul has to communicate with us and through us is through the feelings in our body is through that feeling of intuition. Like that's the only way in, we feel is intuition is through our body. Mm-hmm. And so it's just so important that we stay connected deeper and deeper and deeper to those inner knowings that is guiding us to exactly what we need and do the work. And do, yeah, do the work. Show, Show up, up for, for yourself. yourself. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we said it the same time. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's the only way for you to have the, the life that you desire, that you know in your, in your heart and soul that you are here in this lifetime to experience. You have to connect deeper to yourself, show up to yourself, listen to that in, that intuition, that divine guidance, and just see where it takes you. Because one thing leads to another thing leads to, and it's literally like a big puzzle piece. Yes, it's so it's beautiful. Oh, I just love this life. I love playing in this playground. It is so freaking fun. Let life be fun. Yes, absolutely. Even through the pain, even through the shit, just knowing that this is all a lesson, like an experience for us to learn and grow. Our soul wants to grow. That's all our soul is here for, is to grow, evolve, expand, learn, grow, evolve, expand. That's all it wants. So we have to, and we're going to keep repeating these lessons. Hello, drama. Yes. You know, I'm so glad that we healed this so that in your next lifetime, you don't get rejected at band camp. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, like we're going to keep yeah. learning the lessons until we heal. Yeah. It's going to keep repeating, repeating, repeating. So Jill, I love you so freaking much. Oh my God. I wish y'all could see how cute she is. She is like so adorable. You're you're so precious. Um, Thank you so much for listening to all of this. That was a lot. That was a lot of fun stories. I know. Me either. But um, I hope y'all enjoyed it. That was super fun. Please, I'll make sure that. 
Jill's information is in the show notes and that, so you can like message her or cheer her on or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because now we're all emotionally invested in Jill's love life. And I said that was the hardest thing was there's, there was so many women invested. Yeah. And so then I get back and everybody's like, what's, what's up? up? What's, what's up? going on? And it's like, uh, yeah. you know, but but, all, all in divine timing. Absolutely. Because Jay's going through his own stuff and absolutely. he needs to be ready for the for this epic, magic. right? For the epicness <laughs> of Jill. He needs to be ready for all of this. <laughs> but yeah, and so, I mean, hello, if we do end up together, we're going to have to have like 13 extra seats at the wedding because everybody was like, you know, to the wedding. if this happens, right. we have to be there. <laughs> And we'll and we'll all be the ones wearing white, you yes, know, and, yes. you know, because that we yeah we have to have a a wedding on the beach. <laughs> we have to. It's, I'm glad y'all are planning all yeah, this. Yeah, we, it's already happening. Okay, now now there's a lot of hands orchestrating this. <laughs> We're just waiting on you, Jay. Oh no, or whoever it may be. But we do have an open heart now, yes. and we are ready to receive whatever yes. magic comes your way. All right. Oh, and I told Jill, I was like, okay, well, you know, you have to start hosting drum circles now. So I don't know if you believe this yet, but I had a vision of you hosting drum circles in your community, bringing women together so that they can connect back to that wild nature of themselves. And because we, like we were saying earlier, like every, pretty much every single person has had a lifetime when we were a tribal indigenous woman that was dancing barefoot in the dirt, playing a drum and screaming by the fire and just being wild and free. And because that's how we are created. That is our innate nature to be. And we need to connect back to that place, that version of ourselves. So, and it's happening slowly, but surely it's happening. Um, so drum circles, uh, in Knoxville and all that good stuff. So in retreat and retreat. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) if you need a massage, um, yoga, amp coil, tribal goddess woman that will lead you through a drum circle experience. Jill is your girl. (laughs) I love that we can add that to the repertoire. I love you so much. Thanks guys for listening. Bye. I want to take a second and just give you a little update on Jill because this was recorded a few weeks ago. And since our session, she has been playing the drum every day and she went and got certified in how to play the gong. So she is all in on her sound healing journey is very, very exciting for her and her community. And although she still has not talked to Jay, there are two men in her life right now that she is, you know, having fun with and just exploring love and life, just being completely open. So I just wanted to share that with you and thank you for listening. Bye. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram. So come find me at Vampiro and say hello. Talk to you soon.